the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Justin Charles, John Nye, and Josh All. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. My name is Derek Frisbee from DF Sports, and today, if you don't know me and this is your first time ever seeing me, you're about to get the old school DF Sports because today we're talking about a guy that kind of has me heated because this is a debate for whatever reason among Browns fans that is incredibly stupid to me. I do not understand it and this might just very well turn into a rant. I'm going to do my best not to, uh, you know, for sake of YouTube standards, but today we're talking about the Joker, Jeremiah Owusu Koromoa and boy, this is... um. This is an interesting topic, to say the least. So before we do, please be sure to check out the Dogs Podcast on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Be sure to like this video, subscribe to the channel, drop a comment in the comment section, let me know your thoughts, and if you don't want to type out your full thoughts, thedogspodcast.com. You can leave a voicemail, we'll play it out on the show, and we'll let you know our thoughts on your thoughts, and the world will get to hear it. So if you want to get your voice heard, that's one way to do it. And if this video does turn into a rant and you say, you know what, I kind of like that off the table, you know, just speaking our minds kind of thing. The dogs or not the dogs podcast.com. I'm sorry. Join the dogs.com is going to be a way to check out the Patreon where you can find the after hours show where this video probably should be because I'm going to do my best not to just swear up and down here. Um. But hey, check out jointhedogs.com. That's going to be your way to find the After Hours show. Uh, That's going to be the Patreon. You can jump in the text chat, going all the time, talking about everything, not just football, talking about other teams, talking about movies, right? Got the Mandalorian going on right now. I got to check out the season finale, but we're talking about everything over there. So jointhedogs.com. And that's also a way for you to contact me directly. So as I say in every one of these, if you watch this and you say, hey, buddy, you're an idiot. You can tell me that in the Patreon. You can message me directly. So with that being said, let's uh, let's dive into this. So, boy, JOK, Jeremiah Wusukormo. Browns took him, pick 52 in the second round of the 2021 NFL draft. So before we look at the future, I want to take a step back and kind of look at the entire timeline, if you will. Of JOK. So, like I said, pick 52, 2021 NFL draft. Now, if you'll remember, it wasn't because this has been debated among Browns fans for whatever reason. You know, people have made the comment of he was a second round pick. It's not like you wasted a first round pick on this guy. And, you know, he's expendable and you can move him and trade him. I want to make this clear. Because I think a lot of people probably don't pay attention to college football as much as they should. JOK was an absolute guaranteed first round pick. Absolutely. Mark it down. Put your money down on it. JOK is going in the first round, right? Before the draft, he had a situation come up where in the pre-draft medical stuff, I don't know the exact term, Um, They discovered something going on with his heart and teams saw that and kind of panicked and didn't want to take him in the first round. Now, people will look at pick 52 
and judge JOK off of that. Judge him as a prospect off of that. That's not true at all. That's not fair at all. And I'm kind of sick of it because JOK in college was one of, if not the most dominant players on the defensive side of the football. This guy was the Dick Buckus award winner. He was flying all over the place. He was great in coverage. He was great off the edge. Just incredible overall. I mean, literally one of the best linebacker linebacker prospects that we've seen in a long time because of everything that he's good at. And that's kind of where I want to start. I want to start, like I said, taking a look at JOK before we get into the future. What was kind of the knocks on JOK? People obviously talked about his size, 6'2", 221 pounds. For a linebacker in the NFL, that's considered small. Yes. And people have this debate with JOK on his position. And we've kind of seen this with other guys in the past. Not, not even that long ago, if you'll remember. Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. People debating, is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? What is he? Where do we use him? Like, what, what do we do? I am so sick of that argument and that debate. It drives me crazy. It's like, I mean, you could flip it. Look at the offensive side of the ball. Kyle Pitts, one of the best prospects coming out in a long time. And you had people saying, oh, is he a receiver? Is he a tight end? Is he a blocking liability? <sighs> when guys are that talented, you get them on the clucking field. And I said cluck. So YouTube, just for the record. Um, why people pay attention so much to position is so crazy to me, right? Isaiah Simmons was somebody that I was dying and hoping and praying to God above that the Browns would somehow end up with him, right? People were so caught up in that, you know, where does he play? What does he do? And of course, the Browns ended up with Jedrick Wills, which is a different story. That's a uh, that's a rant for another day, but. You know, people get caught up in this, how do we use him? Isaiah Simmons on the Cardinals has slowly kind of started being used more as he should. That's kind of how I view JOK. So last season, 45 solo tackles, zero sacks, two forced fumbles, right? And Joe Woods, obviously, is a moron. I mean, nobody needs to say that again, right? If you watch the Browns, you understand that. And I want to be clear here. The arguments and debates over JOK, I'm not saying that he's blameless because he has struggled at times. He's had injury. He's been a little, um, what's the word? I guess just recognizing and being aware of the situation at times. He's kind of, at times it seems like he's lost a step. But... Here's the thing. His rookie season came in when he played was fantastic, right? If you remember, and I know many people are going to roll their eyes when I say this, but you guys remember JOK's rookie season in the preseason? I want to say we were playing the Jags, and he single-handedly just destroyed that Jags offense. And yes, it's a preseason. I know he was up against second and third string guys, if not worse than that. I get it. But point being, go back with me and remember that. And remember how he was all over the place and just wrecking place, right? 
in my opinion, that is what he should be on the Browns. Now, to me, it seems as if Joe Woods tried to force him into being a linebacker. Now, again, JOK is one of these guys that I view as a positionless player. And what I mean by that, and the term I like to use is rover. What I mean is you have a guy who's kind of a hybrid player, right? You talk about, oh, is he a safety? Is he a linebacker? Use him everywhere. Literally use him everywhere. You can get the most out of a player when you put them in the best position for them to succeed, given the scenario, right? JOK is very good in coverage. He flies to the ball. Go back and watch some of his early tape. Go back to go back and watch some of his college film. The guy was fantastic covering in the kind of short, median range, right? In coverage. And his ability to catch up to whoever the ball carrier is, is incredible. This episode is sponsored by Omaha Steaks. Omaha Steaks is rewriting the book on burgers with an all-new handmade texture for the juiciest homemade burgers you've ever tasted. Their pure ground burgers are made from single cuts of real, aged Omaha Steaks. These are truly steaks on a bun. Filet mignon, ribeye, New York strip, sirloin, and even brisket burgers. Now is the time to experience the exclusive burger perfection flight for just $79.99. Go to omahasteaks.com and use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout and get an extra $20 off your order plus free shipping. You'll get four of each pure ground burger so you can sample all the steak on a bun greatness. These burgers are crafted for a juicier, more tender experience, making your mouth water with every single bite. Don't wait. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S, at checkout. You get $20 off the Burger Perfection flight, plus free shipping. Discover your new burger obsession. Minimum order may be required. So, for me, looking at the future under Jim Schwartz, I think you need to not look at JOK as a linebacker. I think you need to look at him as a rover. Use him as a strong safety up in the box, you know, and, and how Jim Schwartz, I almost said Joe Woods, Jim Schwartz wants to do that is up to him. But here's the deal. Schwartz has been around the league a long time. He's seen guys similar to JOK. He's he's had guys on the roster that he's worked with similar to JOK. And I think finally we are going to have a defensive coordinator with a brain, first of all, and second of all, who understands what he has to work with. Like I said, when you have a player of the skill set of JOK, use him in different scenarios, right? If you're in a pass situation and you need somebody covering a tight end, JOK can do it, right? And I think there's kind of this stigma on JOK that he's limited and you know, given his size, I think people put him in a box and I think that's unfair because he's unlike any player the Browns have had in a long time, because I could say that he's, this is probably a terrible comparison, but this is the first player coming to my mind. You could say he's almost like a Jabril Peppers in the sense of he can be used in multiple different ways. But he's Jabril Peppers on steroids, right? He has that talent. So 
obviously pepper it's like i said it's not a, a great comparison so forgive me on that but just looking at the ability to do multiple different things is something we have to find a way to capitalize on and i think in this defense given the additions right you look at oko oh whoa obo okoronkwo opposite of miles garrett right you got your speed guy Dalvin Tomlinson, bring him in the middle. He's your run stuffer. Obviously, Miles Garrett, you'll fill in at D-tackle number two. Linebacker, you bring back a walk. And, yeah, we've signed a couple guys, but that's probably more of a special team situation. I think you're going to look at the draft to add another linebacker in that room. Jacob Phillips is coming back, hopefully healthy. You bring back Sione Takitaki. And there's... That room's interesting. I'll leave it at that. It's not what I would like it to be, but, you know, I I trust Jim Schwartz in the situations that he's going to be working with. I'm trusting him to to use those guys that he has the best way that he can. Right. And then you look at corner. Obviously, we talked about that last week with the secondary and how good that is. Obviously, Ward, Newsom, Emerson, Green, Ford, um, and there's others that I can't remember off the top of my head. Then you're looking at safety, Delpit, Thornhill, D'Anthony Bell. You have a lot of talent, right? And what that does is it allows you to take a guy like JOK and move him around the board. You don't have to keep him in a specific spot. And that's what I want to see. And yes, I know linebacker is kind of the glaring weakness right now. You know, if you had to ask me like, hey, predict at the end of the season, what do you think is the biggest need on defense? I would say linebacker. Absolutely, I would say linebacker. But what we're missing at linebacker is not a role that JOK can fill. And bringing back Anthony Walker, I feel like is going to be such a major, major just safety blanket, you know, having that veteran in the middle of the defense who can, you know, be that leader, right? We saw how big of a dip off it was on defense when Anthony Walker went down because it was just a bunch of young guys. And that's what the Browns have is a lot of young guys. And I think... You know, it's going to be – I keep going back and forth because Jim Schwartz is really big up front and at linebacker, right? He loves to use his secondary and man and not really get too fancy. But up front and with the linebackers, it's – he likes to do a lot of different things. And I think that Jim Schwartz – as we speak, he probably already has done this, but I think he's going to figure out who works best in, in specific situations. Pass rush, run defense, what are the packages that he's going to throw out there? And for me, I think that, again, JOK is somebody in those packages that you can use as the wild card. Like you can say, hey, we're going to have Jacob Phillips and Anthony Walker out there, right, at linebacker. And then you can throw JOK as a strong safety and have him kind of, you know, up with the linebackers, but not doing the same thing. I don't know if that makes sense or not, but, you know, I'm trying to 
display what's in my head right now to you guys. And I just, I envision JOK as a Swiss army knife. That's what I see it as. You know, you talk about just that hybrid position. And we've had this conversation multiple times about how um, Andrew Barry loves that versatility. And that is why he made the move to trade up and get JOK. Let's not forget, right? We talk about this all the time. You know, how um, Andrew Barry does not value linebackers, right? That was a big conversation. And on top of that, we talk about how Andrew Barry doesn't like to trade up. Well, guess what? He traded up and he took a linebacker in JOK. So clearly, Andrew Barry sees the value in him. As he should, and I think as most Browns fans should. And I'm not calling out anybody when I say this, but there have been people, and you know, you guys will know who I'm talking about. I'm not going to name names because I'm not, this isn't, you know, like I said, I'm not calling anybody out. I'm just stating what has been said. There have been trusted, well-respected Browns player, I'll say player, um, who was very good at the same position JOK technically plays, who said the Browns should look to cut him if not trade him. That is just baffling to me. I, I For the life of me, I cannot understand it. And I almost wish I could talk to this individual and just ask him why he views JOK in such a limited role. Because if you're going to strictly use him as a linebacker, and just keep him limited, then sure. I mean, you're going to get the same stat line that you're going to get. You know, that 45 solo tackles, zero sacks, two forced fumbles. That's what we looked at as a down year last year for JOK. So you take that and you kind of open things up for him. How much better could it get? I mean, we literally, you know, the conversation with JOK when we drafted him was this guy is going to be a Raven killer, right? He's fast. He can fly to the ball. You're not going to be able to outrun JOK. He's got that level of speed. He's got that level of agility. And so far, he's had some of his best games against the Baltimore Ravens. And who knows? Obviously, that whole situation with Lamar is still going on. I don't know if he'll be back. They signed Odo Beckham Jr. to a ridiculous contract. Thank you, Baltimore, by the way. Happy to see you blow money. Um, but regardless, even if the Ravens lose Lamar, you still have a lot of talent in this division. You know, specifically looking at like a team like the Bengals and you look at the receiving threats that they have. And yes, we have the guys to cover, but... Who knows? My biggest fear on draft night, which, by the way, draft coming up next week, uh, we will be live on Friday talking about day two of the draft. Um, my biggest fear is that the Bengals will somehow end up with Jameer Gibbs because that guy is an ultra talented running back who can be used out of the backfield, you know, as a receiving threat. He's great with the ball in his hands, running the ball and if you added him to a team that's already got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, um, I think they lost uh, Hayden Hurst, didn't they? But 
point being, they got a lot of receiving threats. So you need a guy who's going to be able to to cover. And JOK can do that. He's your speed threat. So, and just kind of, let's pivot here and kind of touch on what we touched on last week. Grant Delpit is going to be your strong safety with Juan Thornhill as your uh, free safety. So, again, I kind of viewed Delpit and JOK in the same way. They're both hybrid guys who can play for the most part in different situations and different spots on the field. And Delpit being used as a strong safety. I think Delpit and JOK really will play off of each other well because Delpit, we've already seen him come off the edge blitzing and has been great. JOK's got the speed. So, you know, if I'm Jim Schwartz, I would play around with that. Why wouldn't you have some plays where you bring Delpit off the edge and have JOK go into coverage? Why wouldn't you do that? Why wouldn't you flip-flop and then have, you know, Delpit up in the box and JOK kind of back and then bring JOK on the blitz? I mean, there's just multiple different things that you can do here. And given the fact that you have kind of filled the holes in some of your other positions, more specifically like with Thornhill, you're not going to have to worry about that deep center field role anymore, right? Thornhill's got that. You can rely on him. He's not going to be a liability because last season you had two strong safeties and that was it. You know, you kind of just made it work and it didn't work. Now you have a legit free safety. You can use John or not John Johnson. You can use Grant Delpit in the role that John Johnson should have been in, which is strictly up in the box. And that's going to bring you more versatility because then you can take a guy like JOK and move him around where I think in years past, we have not had that ability to kind of play around with JOK that much. But I think this year we will. And I think this year with Jim Schwartz, you're going to see the best that you can get out of JOK. And I mean, let's remember the guy is young. He's 23 years old, right? 23 years old with a horrible, atrocious defensive coordinator. And I just don't feel like he was used in the right way. I just don't. So this whole debate on if JOK is some a piece that we should replace or cut or trade is stupid because he hasn't been used the right way. And that's, again, that's why I was kind of disappointed when John Johnson got cut, not because I didn't want to save that money, but because I think you had an incredible talent there that was just not used properly. So he's out the door, but like I said, Guys are going to be used how they should be used. And Jim Schwartz is not an idiot. He knows how to use guys. He knows how to line guys up. And as I said earlier, what intrigues me the most for this season defensively for the Browns, what are these packages going to look like? What are the situations and just the different mix and match of guys? What is that going to look like? Because... It's not just JOK. I mean, we're specifically talking about JOK here, 
But Sione Takitaki, Tony Fields could be somebody that you see kind of get more attention this season. Obviously, don't want to because that would mean that there's probably an injury. But at the same time, as weak as the linebacker spot is, I don't I think it was more so exposed than it needed to be because Joe Woods just didn't know what he was doing. That's how I feel about it. So who knows? We'll see. Obviously, there's also this grace period, right? Because new defensive coordinator, it's not going to be a well-oiled machine week one. But I also don't feel like some of these issues are major, right? They were major issues because they were just not covered up at all. It's kind of how I feel about it. So we'll see. Um, It's going to be intriguing because especially when you look at the defensive line, right? We're kind of branching off here and talking about multiple different things, but I just want to talk about this real fast. When you look at who the guys brought in, right? Obo Karankwo, you still have Alex Wright and Isaiah Thomas there. Combined with, obviously, Dalvin Tomlinson, but the guys behind Dalvin Tomlinson, I'm not going to say Perrion Winfrey because who knows, but point being, you have a bunch of different guys there to work with. You have a bunch of different guys to work with at linebacker now. So, as far as the packages go, that's the most intriguing part, is this offseason, this preseason, during camps, Jim Schwartz is going to be tasked with putting the best four up front with the best guys at linebacker and the best package in the secondary, which shouldn't be too complicated, but... Every player on the defense, for the most part, has a unique skill set. That's what I love so much about the Browns defense. And I I could sit here all day and talk about each guy and how they can be used multiple different ways. But when you figure out who works best in what situation, and then you throw a guy in like JOK and say, okay, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that to the other guys. And then you take JOK and you say, all right, here's what I want you to do. If this happens, then you do this. And you just allow guys to play football. That's how you get the best out of them. JOK is not a scrub. He's not a bust. He's not a failed pick. That's just, at the end of the day, that's the truth. Now, have we seen the best out of him? No. But the best is yet to come. That's how I feel about JOK. I think that he's had a lot of unfair criticism. And I think you're about to see how bad Joe Woods truly was. That's my honest opinion. I think I think Joe Woods was just so atrocious that he made great elite talent look like crap. And I cannot wait to see what this defense looks like. So with that being said, hopefully that was halfway decent. Hopefully you guys understand what I'm trying to say here because, you know, it's kind of tough when you're sitting here talking to yourself. It's like, Am I really getting my point across? But hopefully you guys understand. But at the end of the day, if there's nothing you take away from this video, just take away this. The role that we've used JOK in is a quarter of what he could do. And that's what I'm excited about. 
So anyway, with that being said, let me know your com or let me know your thoughts in the comment section below. Again, the dogspodcast.com. Leave a voicemail, join the dogs.com, join the Patreon. Let us know your thoughts. Again, my name is Derek Frisbee from DS Sports. You can check me out on YouTube, Twitter, everything else. We'll see you in the next one. Go Brown. Don't forget, draft next Friday. So have a good one. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter at The Dogs Podcast. Get your thoughts on the show at thedogspodcast.com.